Right on. Welcome to a very special uh, Friday because normally it's using starting with myself and Mike Five. I am Dr. Bones, and tonight I'll be interviewing Diana from Trope. Uh, we've been playing Trope since uh, the album came out, and, and uh, uh, everybody's been big fans of it. So, welcome, Diana from Trope. How are you? Good. How are you? Very well, thank you. So, first off, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. And uh, I just. Uh, the, this, the CD is, is is something else, and I was just telling you off air. I remember the first time I got the the the, the promo for Lambs. I heard the song. I was like, okay, we have to play this. <laughs> and <laughs> nice. so it kind of the, the cool thing about uh, the whole album is for us the way we do our layout for show. It's a mix of part one and part two, so it's got the kind of rock element to it, but then it also has that kind of. Uh, we'll call it tripped outness to it, you know, not necessarily, um, um, psychedelic, but just has that, that certain feel to it. So it's, it's always a gamble of what part we're going to put in, whether we put in part one or part two, depending on what song it is. So, but it's always fun though, because like, I, I love those songs that can pretty much go either way because then it gives me a bit more of an option, a bit more of a choice because I'm very picky about my playlist. <laughs> I want them to flow properly. So sometimes it's like, uh, you know, and switch from one to the other, but it's easier when songs are like that. Some songs, but so, uh, first off, um, when uh, you guys formed in 2016, and uh, you've been, well, you've got a full-length album out and a bunch of singles as well. Now, I, I want to, I think my initial question is, is when uh, the band was initially formed or before it was formed, uh, did you already have a preconceived idea of, of what type of music you're going for, or was it just kind of get the band together and see what our best... Uh, um, um, talents are, or, or, or let's say, uh, um, influences are. Yeah, actually, it it was preconceived in the sense that I, I came out to Vancouver to work with uh, the producer guitarist of Trope Moonhead on my own album, and then um, we just weren't super happy with the direction it was taking, and so he had all these cool, like, kind of progressive, a uh, time signature tracks that he'd recorded and showed them to me and was like, hey, do you like this stuff? And I just totally fell in love with it and just loved writing to it. I had no idea I was going to, and then it kind of formed tropes. So, yeah, like, the sound was already kind of there and existing, you know? Um, and that, like, and then I got the chance to kind of write some melodies and lyrics to it, and then we continued to build the album from that, you know? That's really cool, and I'm glad it, glad it kind of happened that way because when the the first thing I thought of is it's somewhat like a perfect circle because Billy Howardell, the guitar tech for uh, GNR, brought his music and asked Maynard from Tool to put a bit of a spin on it and and a little bit a little bit addition to it, and that's how the first album came out was because of oh, that. Oh, wow, that's cool. So, I didn't know that. Yeah, so there you go, random fact, but just the same idea. But that's really cool. And um, with your your lyric writing. Uh, I know you said you uh, started. You enjoyed writing the melodies and some of that, but did you start? Did did you, did you write as soon as you started? As soon as you listened to it, or did you already have some new stuff written down before you even heard the, the songs? I had, yeah. I I mean, I had lyrics um, already. Some of which I I used for for the trope stuff, and um, a lot of it that I had to kind of come up with because. What I had before didn't like not everything suited the vibe of the trove stuff, which is so specific. And so, but luckily, yeah, I was actually able to use some some stuff that I'd written before on this on this music, which was cool. 
Well, let me, the next question I would, I'd like to ask would be, uh, is what, what's your process? Uh, I mean, do you kind of just kind of scribble notes down here and there? Do you kind of sit down and kind of say, okay, this is what I'm going to go for and, and go with it? Or like, how's, how's, how's your songwriting work? I guess is the best way to put it. Um, I think I usually listen to the track a lot of times and just try to figure out what, what it's about, if that makes sense. Like it's, it's, it's very music driven. Um, because I have so many lyrics. Like I, I just, I, I write lyrics a lot just for myself, you know, on my phone or whatever, just every day and stuff. But I, a lot of it doesn't necessarily work with what I, the tracks that I receive and stuff. So I'm, I'm just always trying to figure out like when I just listening to the track, okay, what is this? What is this trying to say? And usually that <laughs> takes a good, a good minute. <laughs> Sometimes, like sometimes you get, let's say, lucky or whatever, and and something just comes out, or, or you know, Moonhead will have a, an idea of what he thinks the song is about, and I'll try to run with that and try it on for size. You know what I mean? Right. Um. But yeah, usually it's just a bit of an exploration process of like, oh, I I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I just it's always a, a curiosity question because obviously everybody has their different way of doing it. And it's always fun to hear some of the stories because it's never the same. There might be some like slight variations, but obviously never the same. And yeah. something like that, it just it just oh, it makes me laugh. It's like, oh, this work actually it does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so cool when those things kind of click. You're like, oh my god, this is what the song's about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now, with uh, with the with the album, obviously the first uh, single uh, released was Lambs. And uh, before you released that single, did you did you did you already have an idea of once the album was like a mix and put together? Did you already have an idea what your first single was going to be, or did you kind of go through it a couple of times, saying, "Ah, oh, maybe we'll go with this one instead of this one"? I think we were pretty clear on it being lambs because because we released it first uh, and we got a really really good re- response to to that song. Um, we just decided, okay, yeah, that that makes sense. That that's like the, yeah, the single, you know. Now you are uh, based out of LA, correct? We were based out of LA, and then uh, because of the pandemic, everyone got kind of shuffled around, and then Moonhead became based out of uh, Eastern Europe, and I kind of was floating around between Vancouver, and now I'm I'm here for a little bit out in Ontario. Um, so yeah, like everything's kind of, kind of shifted. Okay. So we've we've un we've un LA based ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Just... We've had we've had to move move around, <laughs> do the shuffle. <laughs> not something not, not something you, you hear too much is like, uh, un, well, un, well not unassociated but. Uh unbased ourselves in LA just because you no, know, it's <laughs> obviously a, a big hotspot. Um, so, uh, moving forward, uh, have you guys been working on new stuff or are you just kind of still kind of, um, pressing the old album and trying to get some shows together? Oh my God. No, we are like working like nonstop on this second album, like obsessively, uh, working to get it done. Um, yeah, like it's that's our our main priority because we want to have this next album out sometime in May 2023, so okay. this coming year, uh, pretty soon. So yeah, so we're like obsessively just kind of really working on it. 
Now, have you? Do you feel that? Well, I know you probably can't go into too much detail, and that's fine. But uh, have do you feel like that? It's the the same kind of uh, uh, setting. I guess it's not the right word, but is it the same kind of vibe, or has it changed a little bit? Have you noticed maybe like a different? The sound has shifted, maybe just a touch, or that sort of thing. I think it's shifted a lot because the first album was a bit of a smorgasbord of like, what do we like? What do we think we want to do? You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> we were just kind of discovering. And there was obviously like a bit of a learning curve for me. I've never written to prog music before. So that took a second. So it was all kind of like a feeling things out and just like figuring out like, oh, what do we, what do we want to say? You know, and on this next album, I feel like we're going more progressive with it. Okay. So the songs are, we're taking things for longer walks uh, we're ex- expanding like Lambs kind of expands into two different parts, two sections. Like some of the songs we have now are going into four different, completely different sections, and just really kind of exploring sonically what each statement, where each statement wants to go within a song. You know, um, so we're we, it is quite different. Like I mean, it's still got that kind of prog, you know, let's say dark versus light. Um, vibe, but I think we are getting way a lot more progressive on this next album, like a lot more, which yeah. is so exciting um, for me personally. Anyways, like I'm so excited about that. Well, is, was that more of your background? Because you said you never written to prog music. What was your musical background? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, well, I grew up listening to prog, but I've never written to prog. But right. I grew up listening to a lot of different like prog and metal bands and and alt rock bands and stuff like that. So. I mean, all those influences, and definitely Moonhead kind of gears the uh, the sonic influence of the album. Like he's he spearheads that side of things. Like um, so, there. But it happens that our influences align a lot. So we're pulling from a different a lot of of our, of our different influences, like Peter Gabriel, or you know, in my case, Fleetwood Mac, and um, just like a lot of different at Pink Floyd, and just a lot of acts. Um, you know, that we've both loved or, you know, previously or currently and stuff like that that are making their way into this. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's honestly, the, 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 the influence you mentioned are, are, are cool. And, I'm, and, I, and all, the reason why I'm saying this is because I love Peter Gabriel just for, for starters. Like, uh, And I remember <laughs> watching a, a live uh, DVD, DVD, haha, right? So this is probably about... Uh, Seven eight years ago, and man, that was yeah. one of the best live concerts DVDs ever. Like, honestly, so cool. it blew my mind, you know. And yeah. the the fact that you mentioned Fleetwood Mac too, uh, one of Mike and I's interviews definitely I've, sonically, yeah, Fleetwood Mac. I mean, their album Rumors is just like to this day you listen to it, right? And it's just like physical warmth. Like it's like an extra being with you in a room. Like it's it's as if your friend is there, like, and you're experiencing them physically. Um, I, and I don't know like what kind of, there was like some amazing wizardry that went into just like the mixing and the tracking and obviously the band and the songwriting and everything just came together. Just like it was, yeah, that lightning in a bottle. (laughs) Nice. Good analogy. (laughs) Um, but with Fleetwood Mac, I was going to say is uh, just because a few weeks back, Mike and I were doing the interview and Mike was describing album covers and our, myself and the guests were supposed to name the album. And I, I completely blind on the name rumors. Like, oh, is it, is it Fleetwood Mac? What's the album? Oh, shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I completely blind. And then the other guy got it. Like, oh, man. And it was, it was like, oh, how did I forget that? <laughs> yeah. It just one of those things. Just kind of, it's a complete blind. It's like, oh, man. Like, I knew the album. <laughs> I knew the cover, but I couldn't remember the name. 
I totally feel it. Sometimes I forget my friends' names that I've known for years. Like, my brain and names have severe issues. So I relate <laughs> to that. <laughs> <laughs> Normally I'm pretty good with names, uh, but just generally speaking, there are, there are a few times, not just myself, but Mike too, and we'll be talking about something, and then, you know, that, that'll happen. It's like, oh, Mike, help me out here. <laughs> so, yeah. But anyways, uh, back to music. Yeah. I know it's kind of a sidetrack, and it's kind of notorious for that. Sorry, but um, it, it, all, it all relates to the music. But So... Um, back, uh, to, uh, just the, the construction of, of album number one and the working number two, are you, are you guys, uh, constantly passing music back and forth or do you kind of work your own thing and send it to each other and then kind of bring it together that way? We work on our own thing a lot, but on this album, uh, again, because things are taking really left turns, uh, I find that I'm needing to work closer with Moonhead on certain parts um, just because we're, we're really messing a lot with melodies and harmonies. And it's just, it's no longer like enough for me to go into my corner and write some melodies and then come to him. And then he builds like, so yeah, we're trying to kind of craft everything uh, simultaneously, you know? So yeah, we are working closer together on this album than the previous one, which I like, I think it's, I think it'll yield a, Something that we can we can be proud of, you know. Hang on, I don't mean it like I just mean like it's just it's helping the process. I think. Oh no, I, I totally understand that. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, nothing's nothing corny when it comes to stuff like that. Uh, one more question, then we're gonna get to uh, we're gonna get to Penny Lambs, and uh, it was pretty much I was gonna say like when um, since you guys have been going from working apart to closer together. Has that changed the dynamic at all, or is it kind of stayed the same? Uh, what, um, sorry, what do you mean? Like, does okay, it change well, the dynamic? Well, mean, meaning no, you're you're working you're working closer now, uh, and but before you said you guys were kind of you know um, working your own thing, brought together, and you said now that you're working, uh, uh, you can't just go into corner write melodies. Like, how has that changed the dynamic of the band at all? Or like, oh, I mean, yeah, I. I I mean, I, I still am kind of going in my corner, but yeah, like, I mean, it definitely, definitely is helping the music. I mean, the dynamic from the band, I know, I know Moonhead for a while, so that doesn't really change outside of us just both evolving <laughs> together, like, as humans, but like, um, yeah, like, it's definitely, definitely changing, I feel like, the, the writing and the, just the, the musical outcome and, and the dynamic of the music is really, really changing. It's It just gives us the ability to take more left turns because, you know, Moon has producing this so he can see in the moment from hearing me sing something whether it works or not. So right away he could be like, oh, you know, oh why don't we try this thing? Yeah, and then I'll try it and he'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, so we'll be able to know right away, like, whereas before it was hard, like he kind of had to run with more of my ideas because okay. I've like milled them to the nth degree and then it was like okay i guess this is what it but now he's we're able to workshop stuff more in a kind of call and response or whatever like kind of like reactionary way um which is which i think is cool because it's giving us um, it's giving us more um variety in like the ideas that we're coming up with if that makes sense like it's just allowing us to take more left turns you know than than me doing what i think is right and then him massaging that into a trap you know what i mean into what he's doing you know like so yeah it's it's giving us more more room (laughs) (laughs) ryan well we're going to take a quick uh, break here and we're going to play the first single off the your album and the album the song's called uh 
Lambs, but the uh, album title, can you say it for me? Because I'm not sure if I pronounced it right the first couple times. Yeah, it's uh, Eleutheromania. Okay, I got the mania part, but I wasn't sure if it was Eleuthero <laughs> or whatever, so I didn't want to mispronounce it, so I, I made yeah, sure. That, I know, it's a weird one. So, I mean, I know I've mentioned <laughs> the long it. word. All right, I mentioned it a few times before the show, obviously, and I was like, I hope I'm saying it right, and I'm not sure if I did or not. I'd have to go back and check. But <laughs> I, I think it's not, I think it also comes from Greek origins, so there's like also a different language that you're contending with there, uh, so fair enough. <laughs> and and there, there actually has been a, a fair amount over the past with different bands. It's been cool, but I was like, I, I a lot of times I actually went to, to Google. Google pronunciations see if I was pronouncing it right I know especially with metal bands don't you hate that it's like what the hell <laughs> what do you what <laughs> or, or I said name for your album nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right <laughs> and a couple times I've said I said I'm hoping I'm saying this right no disrespect but please correct me if I'm wrong <laughs> you know you're and very then, kind about it. You'd be like, what the hell is this? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, usually that's a response to some music we get, and, and, and not in a bad way, but it's... Like, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I kind of kind of take into uh, uh, one of my favorite... Uh, uh, not even saying, just a, a line from Letter Kenny that's show Letter Kenny, because Letter Kenny's up in the list wall, right? And uh, mm-hmm. the, the, the the main guy away is like, like, what in the actual fuck? <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty so, much. Yeah. So, and, and the thing is, it's <laughs> not in a, and like I said, and it's not in a bad way. It's it's, it's in a good way because some of our our avant garde artists for part two, it's cool stuff. But you just kind of sit there and scratch your head, going, <laughs> "I'm not sure how you came up with this, but it's cool, anyways." All right, so um, go ahead. Sorry, hmm? I thought you were gonna say something. I, so I did. Oh sure. no, I just said nice. Okay, <laughs> okay. I just want to make sure you didn't cut you off. All right, so here we go with Trope in a song called Lambs. And Diana, you're going to need to be in the virtual green room. I know you've heard the song a million times anyways, but you won't be able to hear it. So here we go with Trope and Lambs.
Right on. That was trope and lambs, and what a what a great have you finished there. Uh, so this was the first single off Luthromania, and we put a bunch of as well as a few other songs from the album. Uh, now this one, uh, like I told you when I first heard, like we, I told Mike, we have to play a song, and uh, definitely in this song um, you can you can hear the the tool influence, but it just. But it's it's such the, the 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 time signature in this one. It just it just kind of it's just kind of mind blowing. I love it. Just seems a little off, but still flows uh, perfectly. And it just I it's this one. It's just one of the songs that I'm not sure even where to start and <laughs> to tell you how much I, how much I like it. But so cool. Thank but, you. But your your vocals were great. And I was thinking too is like, do you have uh, any intentions of doing like uh, like harmonies uh, in the new album or? Like, yeah, yeah, we'll be doing a lot more harmonies. Nice. That's the other thing that didn't like happen as much on this first album again because we were just kind of <laughs> soaking our feet or whatever the expression yeah. is, <laughs> dipping our toes. I don't know. <laughs> Except it didn't feel like a dip; it, yeah. it still felt like a plunge. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, we we plunge just deeper into harmony land on this next album. So yeah, that's that's another thing that we're super excited about. Just getting more. Um, more nerdy with the vocal uh, production side of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you know, uh, even with the journal mixing, uh, it, uh, are there times where um, you, whether it's like some of the new songs or some of the, uh, the first album, were there times where you, when you and Moonhead were working, uh, he gave, gave, uh, played something for you, he's like, well, yes, but no, maybe change it a little bit, then you kind of, colla- uh, I guess, uh, for lack of a better collaborate on to make it sound like that much better? Oh my god, constantly, yeah, like, I mean, uh, this thing is, like, it's constant iterations, so, like, I'm constantly coming up with ideas and being like, hey, what do you think of the, no, okay, next, (laughs) (laughs) so, yeah, it's it's a lot of, like, workshopping and, uh, to get something that's, like, that, that, that works, but, you know, I don't know, I just, I just think it's, I like the way it's going on this album more, if that makes sense. <laughs> no, no, right on. Uh, yeah. I, and I think the, the next one would be is uh, lyric-wise, when you're writing, uh, are you, I mean, you said earlier in the interview that, you no, know, you kind of find out what point you want the song to make and kind of what direction you're going in. Now, is that uh, a basis, the basis for most songs or could you uh, dabble in like anything like from like uh, um, uh, past experience or is it just kind of you know what this is the way it's going to sound because this is the way we want it the song is this title so this should make it sound a lot better if we if we wrote it this way instead of this way oh I mean yeah no we're not so uh, exacting or rigid as far as that goes yeah like there's there isn't really rigidity as far as like this is what this has to be about you know it's more like of an exploration of like, hmm, what is this about, you know? And then, and and it's and it is all drawn from personal experience. Like so, yeah. Like I mean, I'm I'm trying to, I'm trying to like bring the script to me, if that makes sense, and then okay. figure out what what wants to be said, um, through my lens. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Like because I I can't, I couldn't write from a standpoint of, of 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 not being emotionally connected to it. So yeah, I have to kind of make it personal in some way. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's, it's that challenge of trying to fuse those two, two things or just figure out what, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, 
I mean, some of, some of the songs, like, I, I had lyrics and melodies already. So actually, there are, like, a couple of tracks on this album that I uh, initiated, like, uh, the writing for, which hasn't happened before. So, so yeah, so sometimes that does happen, yeah, where I already have a lyric and a melody, and then that's kind of takes, that, that starts the song. Well, you know, I, I think to follow that up is is when did you actually agree to start writing songs? Just generally, not necessarily for a band, but just kind of. Um, I think when I was twelve, I started writing like le- specifically lyrics, and then I think when I was fifteen or sixteen, maybe before this, but I, from when I remember, fifteen or sixteen, I came up with like my first song. Nice. Well, uh, the next I think to follow that up as well. I know I keep on saying follow up, but it really is. But. Uh, uh, what what's the the first album that really kind of connected with you uh, um, to start writing doing this thing? Was it Rumors or was it another one? No, Rumors. I I found out later in life, and um, and again, it's uh, I mean, it, it, yeah, it's one of many albums that I love. Like uh, initially, mm, I don't know. I I listened to a lot of '90s music, so I I don't know if I could mention one album, but. I know that there was a lot of 90s alt-rock bands that right. I loved, like, just growing up, like, I was listening to uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, and uh, I loved uh, Dream Theater. Oh, um, nice. <laughs> yeah, I grew up listening to them. Um, Don't they have, like, the shortest song in the world? It's, like, 20 seconds or something like that. Oh, really? That's funny. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what album it's on. Oh. It was, like, an older, uh, a while ago, but I was... Maybe an interlude, yeah. Yeah, because cool. I was with a buddy in Michigan, and he goes, get to hear the theme song. It's like the shortest song ever. Like, really? Like, yeah, it was like it was super quick. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's ironic because some of their songs, yeah, are quite <laughs> prog- progressive and long. And stuff, right. But, um, yeah, but I, I, I just absolutely love them. And uh, I, yeah, and at that time, I was listening to a lot of metal like Nightwish and Opeth and um, even some Sonata Arctica and Demon Borgir, just Symphony X and. So I, I think, like, when I got into the metal... So, I mean, I, I, yeah, like, because I think I was very, very young when those alternative rock kind of acts, like, were playing in the back of my head. So that right. already planted the seed, you know, and I loved Spice Girls, too, and Michael Jackson, <laughs> and just a lot of different different stuff, like Lauren Hill as well. And But I think what planted the seed for, like, oh, no, no, I really want to do this was when I was, like, I think around 16 and getting into, like, metal. Right. And that really kind of jogged my my creativity and made me feel like, oh my god, yeah, <laughs> I want to be in I want to be in a metal band and like you know I yes. really wanted to, you know, well, do, you know do it. the the '90s was like my my high school days too. So I mean, like I I was into all the alternative and grunge, right? And, and yeah, now I, I Nirvana, think I, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I had Nirvana. I got lucky to see. I still have my ticket stuff. I have all my ticket stuff, but that is my my pride and joy right there. Yeah, I actually, you know what? I, I think I think Nirvana was one of the. I remember walking into. I don't know. It was it's just those moments. Like so, I mean, it probably happened before then. You know, when you're like in your even early teens, like just all of a sudden a cranberry song pops up, or right. all of a sudden like "Come as You Are" comes on the radio, and then it just makes you like the the world around you just shifts. Like actually, you know what? When I was I think thirteen, I heard "Kiss from a Rose," and that changed my entire life. Oh, seal, no like, way. <laughs> Yeah, so like that's you know, so I think sometimes you get those moments, and it's not necessarily a specific band per se, or album per se, but it's just like those musical moments that like the 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 appearance of everything around you just shifts while that song is playing. And you're like, holy, right? Shit. You know? <laughs> like, like, so 
I think those moments plant plant seeds, you know. Oh, like, for sure, and for yeah. a lot of for a lot of people too, uh, myself included, is like with music. You know, you can associate different periods or different scenarios in your life, and you hear that song, and it all comes flooding back, and you can do it like like, uh, like we'll call it scene by scene, and tell the person exactly what happened. You know, without without mm. delay. So, um, what did you say? Scene by scene. Uh, scene by scene. Oh, scene by scene, right? Yeah, 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 I, yeah not scene by scene. <laughs> no, I was like, oh, that's cool. Is that an expression? <laughs> uh, it, it could be a new one now, but it wasn't before. <laughs> um, I think I escaped to music a lot too, like growing up. Like I think it was like just a bit of a safe harbor, you know? Right. So I think that was another, yeah. For sure. I mean, I there's there's a lot of kind of first albums. I remember the first time I heard them, I just it's blown away by them, and. Uh, some of them I just kind of came upon by accident, really. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, a lot of people, most people know my, my musical taste. And uh, on the bio on our website, like, I mean, I did grow up with grunge and, and ska and that sort of thing. And, nice. and uh, but no, I did get into the metal aspects, too. And the, the first uh, album that I I bought and known was Megadeth's Rust in Peace. And that is mm. still one of my favorite albums ever. <laughs> like, And, uh, but progressing forward, no. I do, I do like uh, some evil stuff. I do like like I love Slipknot, love 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 Slipknot. But so, but anyways, um, very cool. I mean, I, ha- I have a, a vast uh, um, like for music. There's not too much I don't like. You know what I mean? But I mean, I, I but I, I am I am picky as to what I listen to, though. I mean, unfortunately, I mean, I'm sure most people are. But so, but that's the way it is. Um, but uh, more, uh, sorry, I just, like I said, I just, I kind of sidetrack. I mean, I, it does relate to the music, but. So, uh, with the uh, uh, hopes that the album's released in uh, May of next year, uh, have you guys got any songs completely set yet, or are you still kind of piecing them together? Have we, do we have any songs that are done? Yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> right on and is it going to be a, a just as long as uh, uh, Mania, or is it going to be longer or shorter longer way longer nice way right. longer album it, uh, I, I don't know if it's going to be longer as far as number of songs but I mean the songs are longer right so yeah it'll be a longer album for sure nice. that was one of the complaints people were like the album's too short it's like okay motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> you want a longer album <laughs> <laughs> do you want to write this <laughs> It just so happens that that's what you want to. <laughs> and follow up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right on. Um, so uh, with uh, the uh, new album in progress, are you guys still spread out enough that you can't do a show? Or is there any upcoming uh, possible uh, tour dates? Or Well, no. Right now we're both in the same spot. So we are looking for... Uh, for um, you know, chances to play around around the area and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, we're just it's it's new new uncharted territory here. Right. So, um, so we're yeah we're just seeing what's what, what what's the scene like here and you know where are the venues at and yeah. who books here. There, there's there's a couple good places. Unfortunately, the only one I have is for a place called East Seven Sixty on Dundas, and I I sent the um the guy's name Jim Ferreira but I will message him uh, and see what he's up to because I know he's got a show this weekend called Rock of Ages it's, 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 oh. 
It's okay. Uh-uh. I think someone's at the door. Okay, well, I'll let that play out. But yeah, you, you sorry, okay, you were well, saying? <laughs> Jim Ferrer's got a show called Rock of Ages this weekend at one of the clubs along uh, Trafalgar. And uh, Quark, sorry. Anyways, point being is they have it, uh, the bands are all kind of like the 90s up to 2000s and it's all ages sort of thing. But he does, excuse me, does a lot of shows set up, so I'll talk to him and, and see what he's oh, doing. So. And but it's it's a nice it's a nice little venue. It's like it's it's seven sixty Dundas, like East Dundas. So I've been there a few times for a few shows, and I'll, I'll uh, talk to him, see what he's all messed him, see what he's up to. But he's been good to me over the years, and uh, just generally speaking, before he even started doing that. So there's a couple times they had actually this was uh, awesome nostalgia. Nostalgia was uh, um, uh, the hip hop band uh, from BC, uh, Swollen Members, was playing there. It's like okay, um, so can get takes like yep, how many need you? This many? How much it? Okay, money's on its way. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, he's a, he's a he's a very good guy, very easygoing. So like, so uh, yeah, I I I can completely vouch for him just because before he did that, he his his different profession. He used to fly out of London airport airport lies where I work, and uh, he used to fly through pretty much every week, and always a very nice and gracious guy. So. I'll, I'll ask him and see what's going on. So, like I said, just he's so uh, cool. w- one of the few people that's like yeah, down to earth. He's like, yeah, okay, we'll see if we can manage it. Um, we'll, so, I'll message him for you and uh, see, see what's up to you. Like, I know he's busy, but also message him on Sunday because I know he's they're getting ready for the set because the show's uh, tomorrow night. And uh, but anyway, um, it, other than that, I don't really have any connection. I've been to some shows uh, around the area, and one of the best places to do is uh, called Rum Runners. Oh, and, yeah, I've heard of Run Runners. Yeah, yeah. Run Runners is a great place for a show. I've been in plenty of shows there. Nice. So that's a definitely a place to check out as well. Super cool. Right on. Well, um, that's just about going to wrap it up, Diana. But thank you so much for joining me. Uh, to, I was going to say tonight, but well, this evening, I guess, technically. But uh, thank you so much for coming <laughs> on the show. And, and just, just, just nice to uh, finally get a chance to chat with you since the album's come out. And just the fact that, you know, you're in London now and kind of somewhat from London as well, which is really cool because I was telling a few people at work about it. They're cool, so that's cool. And uh, yeah, But yeah. either way, um, like I said, uh, thank you so much for joining me. The music's awesome. I love the first CD and I can't wait to hear the second. And uh, the, 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 the the only thing I... I if, Thanks I, for sharing the music. Oh, man. It's, cool. oh, it's my, definitely my pleasure. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the, the, the one thing I hope you guys do at some point is maybe make some t-shirts because I will definitely buy one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we have... Um... We've got a, a merch site with T-shirts and stuff like that that we. Uh, I will have to go check it out and buy one. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but I yeah, anyways yeah. I didn't know that, and I will go check it out after we're done. And <laughs> so that's awesome. <laughs> but thank you so much for uh, for joining me tonight. I really appreciate it. And uh, uh, once you get some shows lined up, if you want to come back on and talk a little bit, uh, generally speaking, we do Saturday nights. But if Friday night's still better for you, no problem. And uh, once you get a show nailed down, uh, let me know, and I will be there front center, guaranteed. So that's awesome. <laughs> cool. Thanks, man. Yeah, no, appreciate talking, and uh, and and have a good weekend. You too. Have a great <laughs> evening. So I guess it's been Doctor Bones uh, for a very special interview with Diana from Trope, and uh, we want to thank her for joining us tonight. Uh, guys, have a great show, uh, great show, great night, and I'll be on with Mike Five tomorrow for Music Saturday. So until then, this has been Doctor Bones saying Bones out, and thank you to Diana. Thank you. All right. Have a great night, guys. You too.